0: Hey, welcome back to the Range-Minded Podcast. This is episode number 225. We're going to talk about uh, potential Christmas gifts, so hopefully you got some good ideas or you'll get some good ideas from this episode. Anyways, here it is, episode 225, The Gifts That Keep On Giving. Hello and welcome back to the Range-Minded Podcast. It's me, Steve, your ever-endearing and loving host, Uh, of the show of the range-minded podcast we see how many times we could say range-minded podcast in 30 seconds let's not you know i was uh, i was going to talk about something completely different in this episode some of my original show prep uh, i was going to talk about some stuff that the atf's been up to i was going to talk about um the uh the unlv shooting and also i don't know if you heard but there was also a shooting in austin the same day as the unlv shooting which hasn't get, gotten a lot of press, honestly. It's kind of, you know, usually if they're going to manipulate some of that stuff, it's going to get a lot more uh, a lot more play, if you will, a lot more news coverage. So obviously there must be something with that Austin shooting that doesn't quite fit the narrative. I was going to talk about Biden's comment on that stuff. And, and, you know, I realized that the last few shows, I've just talked about that a lot. And it's not the time of year to be talking about that stuff. We got to be talking about, the the season for giving right uh it's it's december it's 2023 is winding down to an end it's it's almost over it's uh it's great let me pop pop open my drink here it's just crazy that uh that this year is almost done uh the day of this recording it's sunday the the 10th of december it's kind of late, honestly i was actually i really was trying to get the show out a little earlier than sunday night just things happen, right? I've been really tired. There's some thoughts things that have changed in my personal life, nothing scary or bad, um, that, that I've had to make some adjustments with. Adjustments with. So all those things combined have, have just made it, uh, I mean, it is what it is. You don't need to hear about my sob story. So instead of talking about that stuff, which I guess I just kind of did, um, we're going to talk about uh, the, the top 10 Christmas gifts. I came up with a list of things I thought would be good to give uh for the top 10 um just just because it's the season for giving and i'm uh well if if you're like me you may not have um, got to got to your christmas shopping yet we still have uh 13 14 days right so i wanted to talk oh i think my mic is acting up hold on oh that's better i don't know if you heard that on your end but yeah something something crazy so yeah I wanted to talk about some cool gifts in my opinion that uh, that are that are awesome to give, right? so uh, let me jump on this one here. This is if I, I know I don't do a ton of youtube of YouTube videos, I know I don't do a bunch. We have a, a YouTube channel. I need to really be utilizing that a lot more youtube's kind of funny anyways there's just always a ton of problems uh especially when it comes to gun content and where we're relatively small maybe we could fly under the radar a little bit but at some point you know i know our stuff's going to get flagged about something which is absolutely ridiculous uh but anyway anyway the uh let's go let's go through the top 10 gifts i thought about giving this this might not be as long as normal maybe it is who knows we'll see where this goes but in my opinion, here are some gifts that you can uh, you can give the gun lover in your life, if not yourself. Maybe you're the the, the gun lover, uh, and we're going to go in reverse order. So we're going to start at number ten. So this is something that I absolutely love. I use. I uh, I'm a dedicated customer, um, and that's why I brought up the YouTube channel because you've probably seen some of these on the on the YouTubes of. Of, you know, of whatever videos i do put on and that is retro rifle shirts they make some of the coolest hawaiian shirts out there now i know maybe this will put you in the boogaloo crowd or whatever i just like them because they're comfortable they're a little bit stretchy and they just look freaking cool uh and they've come out with some awesome designs for for christmas the they're they there's so many they have so many designs uh a couple years at shot show this is where i first got to know him was a couple years down at shot show i went to one of their shows and um they were giving away button downs and i was like yeah i want to stand in line for these and i got hooked on them ever since and they make men's and women's versions of these shirts which is even better and they've started to do flannels and their flannels flannels are freaking rad um I wish they would do, I wish they would do like ties and stuff for us professional type folk. So we could, uh, we could go to church in style, I guess is a better way to put it. Anyway, retro rifle.com. I'm going to, I'm going to link these, these websites in the description. If I remember to <laughs> anyway, so it's retrorifle.com They have some absolute cool shirts, uh, and, and they go from size, uh, I think they even have youth sizes in here as well, but. They go from extra small to 4XL on some of their shirts with if they have them in stock. So there are, I mean, it's, it's a great gift. Uh, and they were doing some ugly sweater stuff too. I don't know if they did it this year. Oh, yep, look at that. Right there on their website, Christmas sweaters. They have some, so I tried to buy one of these and my wife absolutely shot it down. She said, uh, no. Uh, you might think these shirts are a little bit pricey, but I'm telling you the quality is there. I absolutely love the button-down Hawaiian shirts that Retro has. They are so comfortable. And when I was down in Vegas, I'm telling you, I wore them the whole time at SHOT Show down in Vegas. They weren't too hot. They weren't too cold. They stretch around my fat belly. So if you got a tactical cupcake going on, they uh, they still look good no matter what. So that is my number 10 gift for the holiday season for Christmas. Uh, Let's see. Number 9 uh maybe some of you guys already own guns maybe your loved ones already own firearms i take a drink there throat's getting a little dry and maybe their maintenance or your maintenance on said firearms is lacking now there are so many cleaning products out there in the in the the, the gun industry that it can be really confusing it can be really really frustrating trying to buy the right kit or the right uh cleaning agents and oils and whatever and i'm not going to get into what i think is the best or what i think you should avoid but what i do think is you should provide maybe a cleaning kit that might even be a stocking stuffer like there's there's a lot of different sizes there's you can buy kits that have you know 400 parts or whatever there's all sorts of things that, and honestly i don't think they're terribly expensive um there's so many options out there and it's important because not only are you giving, uh, them something to do with their firearm after they shoot it, but it gives them a chance to maintain that firearm. So it lasts longer. So, you know, it's got a, a couple of re- really, um, uh, good benefits and, and maybe, you know, some of the stuff I actually, uh, I have a, a Remington case that I bought, uh, years and years ago. And, uh, and I use the crap out of that. I also have a cleaning kit that I've put together bought an old tackle box, and and I've just put different brushes and picks and all sorts of different things, And just assembled myself. Now, obviously, that can get expensive if you're going to buy piece by piece. So it makes more sense uh, to just go ahead and and buy a, a whole kit. I know Real Avid makes some some uh, cool stuff. Uh, there's uh they make all sorts of crazy. Maintenance things you can imagine. Real avid. I'll link that to his to the to the sh- uh, show notes as well. Man, I'm kind of struggling tonight, aren't I? Maybe I'm just too excited. I need to relax, find my zen. So number nine was a cleaning kit. Okay, again, lots of options out there. Um, I would probably not buy it online. It probably makes more sense when it comes to cleaning kits to be in a store somewhere to check them out, so you can get a feel for what. Uh, the kit actually looks like if it's quality or not because there is a lot of junk out there as well and you don't want to get roped into buying some stupid fad thing that's not going to last very long i guess one of the problems with buying the cleaning kit though is you need to know that you're buying the correct caliber of brushes because if you're new to new to firearms especially maintenance maybe you don't realize that uh, there's a brush for every caliber size Uh, so you need to make sure you're getting the right thing plus the makeup of those cleaning kits of those brushes makes a big difference too. You don't, uh, you may not want to use a copper brush. Maybe maybe they want to use a, a nylon or synthetic type brush so it doesn't really damage the bore of that firearm. So there's some things to to consider. And honestly, if you hit a good gun store or range that sells that kind of stuff, just ask questions. They'll help you out. Um, and, and honestly, it it's a good thing to have around. All right, this one. <laughs> This one, number uh, we're at number eight. This one might offend some of you guys, uh, and it probably uh, could cause some contention to whom you are giving the gift. And I promise you this is in the best intentions possible. (sighs) But it might not be something you want to give to somebody. Um, But it's worth thinking. Maybe this is something you give to yourself, and that is a gym membership. Americans, we're fat. We're super fat people. We're lazy. We're lethargic in a whole. Not, I know not everybody is. Probably a lot of you you guys hit the gym on a daily best basis. I get it, but we need to be taking care of our bodies in case something happens. Now I'm preaching to the choir, right? I haven't had a gym membership in uh, quite a while. Uh, it's been it's been years since I've worried about maintaining the old pounds, but it's important when it comes to thinking about life saving situations. Or life-threatening situations if we have to run or if we have to rescue or something, our, our personal health is a big deal. right Hopefully this makes sense to what I'm saying that it, it's important for us to maintain our health so we can uh, we can save a life if necessary. whether that be swimming or running. Well, I mean we don't know. we don't know what the situation might be. I'm not saying that, oh man, you got to prepare to, to ruck 30 miles with a 30 pound backpack and, and your rifle. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is, is it's probably high time that, uh, especially us, us older folk (laughs) it's, it's, we probably should be taking care of our bodies, right? It just makes sense. And maybe I'm giving a gym membership to, uh, to your protector, your sheepdog in your home. Maybe that's not a bad idea you know there's so many options out there now with with gyms 24 hours a day they can go anytime they want as long as they don't waste the money right that's like my biggest sticking point with buying a gym membership is is, is am i just going to waste my money i don't know that's something you got to consider and it might be uh it might be something that's uh that's needed just be cautious <laughs> warning uh, how you present that gift might be important if that makes any sense whatsoever. All right, so yeah, number eight was a gym membership. And along those lines, this is number seven, in my opinion. Now, any of these could be mixed around. I guess there's not in any particular order. This is just the way they came to my mind. Is uh, Number seven is a range membership. membership, Just like our physical muscles need constant training and uh, and just a workout to be optimized, if that, hope I said that right. So should our markman, our marksmanship. Man, I am really struggling with talking tonight. Our marksmanship is just as important to maintain because that is that is a perishable skill. It's not like riding a bicycle. If we stay out of the the gym for a while, we're going to be struggling getting back to like the weights we used to lift. And just like that, if we stay out of the range for a while, our shooting is going to is gonna deteriorate and so getting a a range membership i know like at independence in boise or uh um was it guns and gear here in idaho falls there's a new range in rexburg uh i know you can buy monthly memberships you could buy an annual membership i'm assuming most ranges that i've been to they have tiered memberships um that come with different benefits the more money you spend yeah that can get expensive but but uh in my experience, I've seen people get range memberships for for gifts, and they are utilizing that membership a lot. Like I remember a guy in outhole Falls; he was at the range every day for lunch. That was his lunch break. He'd eat quick thirty minute lunch, and he'd come to the range for thirty minutes. And uh, I'm, it, that is utilizing that membership. It is great, and often with those memberships, especially when you come to tiered memberships, it might include classes. It might include some other like one on one training. There's uh, there's discounts sometimes for purchases in some ranges. There there might be a great option that actually has a huge amount of value to it, especially to to somebody that's really trying to develop their skills, or uh, maybe fill up their safes, <laughs> or just become an all around better shooter. Uh, that is a great option, I think. And and most ranges have family membership options as well. So just just throwing that in there. All right. Here's another one that's, this is like buying a gun for somebody, especially if your husband buying a gun for a wife that normally I would discourage you just go and buy something cold and say, Hey, here's a gun that I think will fit you. That doesn't really work out. Um, not too well. And in some cases that could be considered a straw purchase, uh, usually not with a spouse or somebody in the immediate family, but if it's a girlfriend or somebody that, uh, that's not like you're married to or directly in the family, that could be considered a straw purchase. We're going to get to that later, but that's not what I'm talking about with number six. Uh, But it kind of follows in the same line as, as buying something for somebody that, I mean, this is a personal item. Okay. And that's an optic for a firearm. Now, whether that's like a, a, a red dot for your rifle, like maybe an EOTech or something for an AR or it could be a little red dot for a handgun. some people are really particular uh with what they want as far as an optic, especially if it's a magnified optic. Um, some people find that a big deal, okay, but it's an option um and here's my caveat with this: this tends to get expensive. optics tend to get really, really expensive, uh especially if you're going for long long range stuff you're gonna consider buying an optic the same value as what the rifle was. Especially like I'm telling you, if if you're trying to get out for distance, if if you're a wife trying to buy an optic for your husband and he's got, you know, a creed more that he just wants to hit steel at a thousand, um, you're gonna be spending quite a bit of money on a good quality optic. Now, optics are getting better. There's a lot of stuff coming from overseas. I know that's kind of a sticking point for some folks, but there's some stuff coming from Japan or honestly China uh that's got great quality glass and they're great components maybe not so much the chinese stuff but the japanese stuff it's it's pretty nice and i'm talking stuff like um um vortex or or something like that The they're they're good optics for a while you know i and i still like them is uh right on optics i think they have good quality glass and and the product's good for the price there's a lot of good stuff out there for reasonable prices Now, when it comes to buying an optic, again, you're going to be spending some money, especially for red dot stuff. Don't go to some big box store and buy a a red dot optic for a rifle that's like 80 bucks. Okay. I know you're going to think, well, that's, that's, that's a lot of money for a piece of glass. Well, that's not when it comes to optics. That is, that is probably garbage. So if you're looking for a good rifle optic, um, you're going to be spending you know 150 probably on the low end more like 2 to 250 on the low end and it's going to go way way high if if you're jumping to like a um a tridicon i i mean you're going to be spending you know thousands of dollars so if it's something that you really want to give your your loved one or yourself just prepare it it's, it can get expensive but you get what you pay for when it comes to optics it's a buy once cry once thing okay so it is a good quality gift to give if it's something that you're willing to spend money or you have money to spend that's it's that's an awesome option and you can go crazy right you could go from just regular magnified optics or red dot to like a a thermal which would be rad or a night vision type optic i mean there's a sky is the limit you can spend a lot of money on optics and honestly again you get what you pay for so an optic for for their firearm or yours right that is number six okay number five so i kind of touched on this um with with the optic thing but uh, purchasing a firearm so in my opinion buying a gun is just an investment whether it be an investment in my safety or honestly a financial investment because very, very rarely do guns lose their value. Um, they always go up in value. In fact, I was just talking to my neighbor. Um, gosh, was it last night already? I guess it was only last night. Had a Christmas party. Was talking to a neighbor who's a who's a big time gun guy, and we were talking about some some World War II era firearms. Uh, we talked about like an O three A three and then mini carbines and and um, uh, Mausers and that kind of stuff. And and those have gone up in price so much. Like I have a, a Nagan a Moza Nagan, and I bought that years ago. I think I paid eighty nine dollars for it, probably twenty years ago, and uh, and now they're like three four hundred bucks, which is asinine. You know, you look at the SKS stuff. You look for Combox stuff from the nineties, uh, when when SKSs were like sixty dollars, and, and you know they're four or five six hundred bucks now so you're not going to lose money buying a gun now i know we've talked about this before but since we're on this topic we're going to talk about it again anyways because we might have some new listeners that haven't really hung out uh, and listened to some older podcasts buying a gun for somebody else uh, can be tricky I, i know we alluded to it just a minute ago but here's why okay It's against federal law to buy a gun for somebody else that can come in and fill out the paperwork on their own. Now, I I know I'm probably going to catch some heat on that because it can be construed as a straw purchase because why wouldn't that person just go in and fill out the 4473 themselves, okay? You cannot buy. You are committing a felony if you're buying a gun that you know is going to have another person that cannot possess, that is a prohibited person, right? A felon uh, dishonorably discharged, discharge, ad, uh, adjudicated mentally ill, uh, misdemeanor for domestic abuse, a drug user, there's criteria and all that stuff's on the 4473. A 4473, if you don't know, is the federal background check form that you fill out that goes to the national instant instant check system. That's for a background check. Every gun sold by a dealer has to be, you have to fill out that form and it goes through a background check. Don't believe the whole gun show loophole thing that does not exist. If it's a dealer at any location, if, if it's a licensed dealer, you have to go through a background check. And yes, that includes online sales. If I buy a gun on gun broker, it goes to the dealer of my choice. I fill out my paperwork there at the dealer on site and I have to pass the background check. Okay, that's just how it works. Anyway, so what do you do if you want to give a gun to somebody? If you want to buy a gun for your girlfriend or your boyfriend that, that's not an immediate relative... Because I can buy a gun for my son, that's cool. as long as he's not prohibited. I can buy a gun for my wife. that's cool. as long as she's not a prohibited person. So how do we how do we remedy that situation? If you feel like somebody needs a firearm and you know they're eligible to do it, but it's a friend or a girlfriend or whatever, you you look at uh, you know the price range of something that you think they might like and you purchase a gift card, okay? And that gift card can be used for anything at the gun store. Anything. Now, if you say, hey, I'm giving you this gift card for you to go buy some home protection. Uh, I, this this particular gun store has a cell a on Smith & Wessons. And, and there's enough on there to pick one up. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. Who wouldn't want that? So now at that point, the person that you've given the gift card to can pick out a firearm of their choice and use that gift card towards the purchase. They still have to fill out the background check information, the 4473, and if whatever state they're in maybe has some state requirements as far as waiting periods or, or state uh, background um, checks too. Like I know Utah has a state background check, California and some of these other states, there's a lot out there that do. All that stuff still has to be done, but it can be done by them, not you. Then you're not committing any kind of a, a potential problem. Um, it doesn't look like you're doing a straw purchase or whatever. It's a great option. A gift card is a great option. Now, I would steer, <laughs> I would steer them towards certain firearms. Now, I know this is gonna maybe sound ridiculous, but uh, hear me out. Um, AR-15s, if, especially if it's an investment, AR-15s are only gonna go up in value. They're going to get harder and harder to get. Magazines to go with them. Standard capacity 30-round magazines are going to get harder and harder to get because there's always a constant bombardment, (sighs) which is so stupid. But So there's one option. Plus, an AR-15 platform can be used by so many people. The ease of use uh, of an AR-15 are phenomenal. Can it be used in home defense? 100% yes, it can be. Is it the best option for home defense? I don't know. It's not my house. I don't know where these people live, but it is an option, and it is a good option, despite what you might hear. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, argument on both sides of the fence. On yes, it's a good choice, or no, it's a bad choice. I think it is a great choice um, for the read. Like again, the, the ease of use with a collapsible stock on there. My youngest daughter or my son can use it. It doesn't matter i can use it 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 can be uh it's easy manipulated the safety works well uh it's two-handed so you can you can uh, be safer on your aiming it's a great option they don't kick like the recoil is so small on a on an ar-15 compared to a shotgun it's a great option as far as handguns it depends on what what the purpose of use is and let me explain myself on that one too i guess if it's going to be an everyday carry, I would recommend something smaller like uh, the 365, the SIG 365, Smith & Wesson Shield, the Glock 42 or 43. And there's a lot of other options in that frame size. It's a great option to carry. If they're a little bit bigger, not being portly, but just larger in stature, uh, it might be better to go with something a little bit larger, right? Those are just some recommendations. If it's something they're going to keep in their home, then absolutely they can go a larger frame firearm like a Glock 19 or a Glock 17 um, or something that frame size. The m 2 right? You can use a larger gun if you're not going to be packing it around all the time. Um, if it's a new shooter, some things I would recommend staying away from are like large caliber, especially revolvers or really, really small three eighties. Um, those are not good choices for, uh, novice or new shooters. I shouldn't say novice cause that doesn't really fit in there, but new shooters, somebody new to the, to the family of firearms, um, get them something that they can control. You know, Smith and Wesson has the, the line of, of easies. Those are great options as well, especially for new shooters. A 22 is better than nothing. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of options out there. Maybe what you could do. Is is take them to the range and have them try out a few guns before they uh, before they make their purchase. So they have some options to see what what they like or don't like. Anyway, a gift card for a gun is, in my opinion, a fantastic gift if it's within the, you, you know your financial means. All right, that was number five. Let's go to number four. Um, and this one is a big deal to me. Okay, let me tell you why. Uh, <clears throat> So it's, it's well, I guess I'll tell you what it is first. It's some kind of a safe storage option for a firearm. Now, if you're like millions of Americans my age growing up, a lot of guns weren't locked up in safes. Like it wasn't that big a deal. You know, your dad probably put it up in the closet somewhere where he thought you didn't know where it was. But if you were a curious kid like me, you always knew where the guns were. Now, I didn't mess with them. I, I didn't really have a desire to... To, to play with the firearms might, I don't know. I just wasn't, I wasn't a curious kid like that, but I know there's a lot of kids out there that are plus, plus there's a, there's a lot of stolen guns out there to get used in crime. And, you know, it, it can be a big deal in some States. They're trying to make that uh, the original owner responsible for some of that crime because they didn't lock up that gun. So safe storage options are tremendous and highly important that's why i i put it in number four you know towards the top of the list because it's a, it is a huge deal okay now there's a lot of things out that you can buy you can just buy those little lockbox things that uh that fit one little handgun and it's just something like a round key you know what i'm talking about that with a little lanyard that you can you know whatever put it attached to your bed or oh excuse me or whatever oh. It's 11. It's after 11 o'clock p.m. when I'm recording this. So I'm a little tired. So so there's those type of deals. You know, there's those electronic fingerprint reading safes that can hold a couple of handguns and a couple of boxes of ammunition um, all the way up to like a full-blown safe. Now, I'm not going to tell you what safe to buy or what not to buy. I, I don't know your situation because uh, it is kind of a, kind of a, a personal thing. It's got to fit in your home. It's got to go in a place that uh, you feel comfortable storing it. There's a lot to consider. Um, if if you have several firearms, I highly recommend at the very minimum getting some kind of a locking cabinet to put them in. Uh, If you can afford to buy a safe, safes are getting a little bit more affordable. Like they kind of fluctuate in price, but uh, please, like at the very minimum, if this is this might be a family gift, I don't know, but but it is extremely important that you find a way to secure your firearms and keep unauthorized people from getting them. Like you might trust your kids, um, but what about their friends? And what about your neighbors? And what about somebody, if you have a a gun sticker or something on your truck, they're going to know you own a gun. And I mean, you could be a target for a break-in and a robbery. So please, this, this is a big one. And I highly, highly recommend, Getting a good quality safe. I like Rhino Metals um, out of Caldwell. I think they make fantastic safes. I have a Liberty. I like that too. There's some problems with Liberty this year, if you guys remember. So there's a lot of options there. Just just do buy more than you can afford, if that makes sense when it comes to a safe. All right. So number four, get a good quality safe. And I can't stress that enough. Honestly, friends, that that is a big, big deal. Okay. Um, just really, really consider getting a safe for yourself or your family or uh, someone that's just brand new to the firearms firearms family, okay? All right, I don't know if you've noticed this is number three is ammunition. I don't know if you saw the thing from Vista Outdoors that came out a couple of weeks ago where just because the cost of their raw goods to per you know to to build ammunition is going up, Those costs are going to get uh, pushed over to the consumer. We're going to see an ammunition price hike. Um, I know ammunition is already expensive, way expensive, uh, ridiculously expensive. Plus, it doesn't help that we're sending ammunition overseas to to fight wars that uh, honestly, I'm not going to get into that. But we're shipping money, or money. Well, that too, ammunition out of the United States, and so it puts a burden on us domestically for for our ammunition. Now, I know stockpiling ammunition can be kind of a touchy subject, especially especially when you see like, oh, he had three hundred rounds of twenty-two, and that's a stockpile to them. That's uh, that's a half hour at the range for me, but ammunition is a big deal if you especially if you have 556 or 9 millimeter that stuff's going to go up in price dramatically um maybe that's hyperbole maybe i'm i'm fear-mongering i don't know but i just have a sneaking hunch not just because vista's publication saying that it's up to 10 percent price hike on some of their stuff but we're going to see this across the board okay uh ammunition is more expensive to manufacture that means it's going to be more expensive to purchase i also would recommend now this is a complete side note uh for buying ammunition for christmas present it'd be a great stocking stuffer by the way um i would almost recommend picking up brass right even though you you may not reload but uh I think i think the casings the spent casings will have some value at some point i guess is what i'm getting at so number three ammunition please consider it even if you're not buying it for a gift it's probably time to start buying ammo again um, before it hits a ridiculous price and we bitch and moan about how much it costs all right so that's number three we're down to the last two recommendations of my top ten um ideas for christmas presents maybe you like my list maybe you think i'm full of poop with what i was with, with my list again this is what just came to mind to me um and and what you might think is a good idea maybe not on this list maybe i i am full of shit i don't know this is just some things that i that came to my mind so number three ammo okay number two uh and we hit this all the time all the time almost every show we talk about this and no it's not taking somebody shooting but it's close um a good handgun class and i'm not i wrote down handgun class but maybe i'm going to say this a good firearms class there there are a lot of instructors out there some of them less competent than others so seek out a good class a good instructor it's it just ask questions go to the gun store say who who teaches this who do you recommend? You, they're going to have a pretty good idea of of who is pretty solid. Honestly, you could probably even jump online and look at some websites. Honestly, websites are getting harder and harder for the, the firearms community. I, I have a, a buddy of mine. I'm not going to say who it is right now, but he's got a, a self-defense website, and and uh, he's got some swag that he's tried to sell, and his, uh, his website hosting service shut him down on the sales because he's promoting violence. So it's getting harder and harder for the two-way community the, or the self-defense community um, to peddle our wares. So, but nonetheless, ask around. You're going to find some good instructors. There's going to be a couple instructors that really stand out and uh, and have a really good reputation. So again, I wrote down handgun class, but honestly, a carving class, some of the funnest classes I've ever taken, um, where it was a carbine class which is you know we're talking ar style firearms carbines right is a carbine what do you want me to say ak's ar-15s that kind of stuff great classes okay it's good to understand how to run that platform how to understand how to manipulate a, a rifle uh in in so many situations there's long gun classes out there, meaning like long range type stuff. Honestly, there's a shotgun class. Somebody posted a shotgun class. I think it was in Boise. Like I'm, I'd love to take a good shotgun class. I haven't taken any shotgun stuff. A lot of people think shotgun shotguns are obsolete. Uh, I think they still have their purpose. Uh, so there's a class that I really, really want to take. So maybe there's somebody in, in your love life. Well, that sounds weird. Maybe there's somebody in your life. Maybe that's a better way to put it that's been really jonesing to take a good solid firearms class, but just hasn't done it yet. Now there's just kind of like the optics thing. They can get expensive. Classes can get really expensive, especially if you're going to go for like the, um, oh man, I forgot the name of the company down there in, in Arizona. Uh, some of the big boy classes, they can get really expensive, really expensive. Uh, just be mindful of that. Some of them require extra ammunition, um, so they can get Thunder Ranch. <laughs> I knew it'd come to me. It's like those Thunder Ranch classes, they're awesome, but they're a lot of money because you got to travel, you got to take your ammunition, um, you got to travel with a gun, which can be t- kind of complicated. I imagine they have guns to rent, but I wanted to go to a Thunder Ranch class class for a long, long time, um, and I haven't done that yet. I need to. I need to get my button gear. So. Firearms class, okay. Firearms class, it's a great option if you got a little extra money to spend. It's, it could mean, the difference. Okay, it could mean a lot. Um, if we're talking concealed carry classes, especially if there's some legal side to the carry class, like I know in the Idaho enhanced class, we have to teach a portion of, of the legal side of carrying and using a firearm, which I think is fantastic information because it uh it puts some weight behind how important it is to to carry a gun you know a lot of folks will tell you well um uh, on the anti-gun side they'll say well we're just arming killers and they're just gonna go out and do things they're uneducated no a good firearms class will tell you it's more important to not use the gun until you absolutely have to it is not the first option and that stuff comes from a solid class so please seek seek a good instructor out for that one. All right, number one. We're down to the number one gift. I think uh, you should think about giving to the firearm owner in your life. And that's a that's a first aid class. Okay, I can't remember. Maybe this is was on the list last time. I think we did this same type of show last year. And, and maybe this was the number one last year. But I really, really cannot stress enough how important it is to get some first aid training. You're far more likely to need your first aid class than a defensive handgun class, okay? Especially if you travel a lot, you're going to see, you know, eventually the odds of you seeing a traffic accident or being involved in a traffic accident, That I mean, they're they're higher than getting in a mass shooting event, okay? If you're in the business of understanding how to make holes, you should probably be in the business of knowing how to plug those holes up. Now there's a lot of different tiers of of first aid classes out there. A lot. You could start with a good stop your stop the bleed class. Um, some of the local hospitals I know do those classes. I think uh, the Idaho Falls here in Idaho the Hospital here in Idaho Falls, I think does the stop a bleed stop the bleed class. But I think that's just the tip of the iceberg. Um, I need to take. A, a triple class again i took a major trauma class years ago and that i've said this on the show before but that is hands down my most favorite class i have ever taken ever because there's a lot of information it was a 10-hour class um and and man it was like drinking from a fire hose so i need to take one of those classes again it's time to to freshen up my knowledge and and i tell you i loved that class now that class was not cheap but not only did i get armed with knowledge i was able to create a uh, an individual first aid kit that i carry on my my range belt but it is amazing okay it's amazing knowledge to know what to do and what not to do and again you're far more likely to get to, to need a first aid class than uh, than understand how to use your gun in a gunfight despite what you might see on the news. Um, yeah. There's far more traffic accidents in a day than any kind of shooting in a day. Okay. So there they are. Top ten gifts. Number 10, again, just to kind of revisit them, was retro rifle shirts. Now there's some others out there I know, um, but I just love retro rifle shirts. Uh they don't pay me money to say that. I've bought all my own shirts after the fact of getting the ones that shot. I've bought some since then. Um I just love their shirts. They're comfy. I'm telling you, you they're amazing. Uh, number nine was a good cleaning kit for for a firearm. Eight was a gym membership. Again, be a little delicate on that one. It might cause a fight, but it's important. So a gym membership was number eight. Number seven was a range membership. So they can uh, work out their muscles and then work out their muscle memory, which I hate that term. Uh, number six was a good optic, whether it be a rifle or a handgun optic. A good optic um and we talked about how expensive that can get i get it uh number five was a gift card okay and the nice thing about the gift card is, is they don't have to use it on a gun if they don't want to but they can use it at uh, at the gun shop um number four sorry i had to look at my notes i lost my place how do you lose place in 10 numbers i found a way number four was safe storage get a good quality safe again i cannot harp on this enough please. If you have guns in your home and you don't have a safe, in my mind, that's very irresponsible. Okay. Find a good safe, spend some money on it, at least some way to keep somebody that's not authorized to use that gun away from it. Please, please. Um, ammunition again, I think that's going to go up. That was number three. Ammunition prices are going to go up this year. So, or next year, just, just be mindful, be ready. Uh, and if I should have thrown this in there, if they're reloaders, get them some reloading components, primers, brass, powder, whatever. Cause all that stuff is going to go up. Um, number two was a good firearms class, a good quality class. Uh, and they're tons of fun. And that's something that you guys could take together, which would be even more fun. And then number one, number one. Is uh, as a good quality first aid class. Um. Yeah, that could make a difference. If you've ever had to use first aid, you understand. Maybe some of you guys have already got your first aid stuff done. You you know what I'm talking about. It's it's a big big deal. Ah, <sighs> you guys ready for Christmas? Like, have you you got your? I haven't even started my Christmas shopping. It is December 10th, and I have not. I have not even started I've got stuff I'm supposed to make because as you might know I'm a carpenter so I've got a list of uh of stuff I was supposed to make and I haven't gotten to it (sighs) I love Christmas for what it is but I hate the 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 commercialization of the holiday like am I the only one that gets stressed out this time of year because I feel like I have to buy gifts Man, it it's it's tough, right? It's frustrating. We just talked about gifts. And now I'm telling you, it's it's a pain in the ass, but it really is. What about uh, what about uh, family activities? Maybe you're traveling somewhere. Maybe your family's coming to see you guys. Have you made any plans on on going shooting? Maybe you have somebody in your family that's kind of scared of guns, and and they've asked you questions, and you're trying to think of ways to introduce them into the to the firearms community. It, it's a good time of year to to take somebody shooting and and to express uh express your love for the second amendment now let's talk about that for a minute because that is a big deal to me right I love the second amendment um i I love all the amendments but to me uh firearms rights are a huge huge deal and honest honestly, it's a deal breaker for some politicians in my mind if if they're a little squishy on the second amendment, well where else are they going to be squishy on? So that's a big deal to me, but when we talk about gun rights with others around us, maybe we need to, uh, maybe this is a hard way to say this, but maybe we need to change the words that we use just because the dogma associated with some of these, this dialogue is ridiculous, right? You control the language. You can control the argument. That's what the left has been doing for years and years and years. So maybe how we discuss how we feel about our rights maybe we need to be a little less harsh but but then there's another side of me that says no screw that stand stand the line is there and I'm not padding the line at all so I guess it's up to you how you feel with your family I really enjoy taking my family shooting um, I was supposed to take my daughter shooting a few months ago but she got she got injured in her she was moving a a recliner and caught her finger in the scissoring part of the recliner. She really wanted to go shooting when it was actually still warm outside. And, uh, and her finger's been healing and I wasn't going to take her like until I know that finger's safe. Cause it, good Lord, hospitals are expensive. She had to go to the ER to get it fixed. It was, <laughs> I have to take out a second mortgage just for band-aids. It seems like. So, so maybe consider how you're going to address that with your your loved ones when they come and ask you about firearms or if you're trying to encourage them to go shooting. Another big deal, if you are going to take somebody shooting, this is honestly not what I was going to talk about or, or didn't plan on talking about this, but I think it correlates well for this time of year. If you're going to take somebody shooting, consider spending the money to go to an organized shooting range. Um. Maybe you don't live close to to a range I get it but if you're able to go to uh to an indoor range it tends to be tends to be a little safer in there you got ballistic panels between each between each booth and uh usually there's a a, a range safety range officer there to to help watch what's going on so there it might be a good option. To take somebody there especially if they're really new to shooting the downside to taking somebody to an indoor range is it's really really loud and if they're sensitive to loud noises it's not going to be as fun for them as you were hoping so if you go outside to an, an an out outdoor range which there's lots of options all over the country for those but now we're dealing with with the weather right it's going to be cold Perhaps, at least up here, like in Idaho. I'm not going to take somebody shooting when it's 11 degrees outside. Oh, excuse me. But, but I have a few more options or different options if I'm outside. Again, the sound isn't so bad. Um, Normally, especially this time of year, there's fewer people there, so there's less distractions. And and you might have a little bit more opportunities to, to teach and guide somebody along their path. firearms ownership a downside is is they normally don't have range safety officers on staff so it's always good to have extra set of eyes um watching what's around you if you are going to just take them shooting on your own like i like to shoot out here in the in the desert we have a lot of of uh public land so i like to go out to the desert and shoot if you're going to take a group of people you need to establish some rules right i like to talk about the range or the range safety rules (laughs) i guess it is Uh, the 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 four firearm safety rules right The, the main four i hit those super hard we talk a little bit about safeties and how we point guns and where the safe direction is that we're going to do i like to take a picnic table with me so i can stage the firearms pointed in a safe direction on the picnic table there's a lot of things you should really consider and i also like to designate a couple of people as range safety officers and and be held accountable right we need to hold each other accountable for safety because i i've seen what happens when safety rules get broken and 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 a lot of bad things can happen like we don't we don't want to see somebody get hurt or worse so really take that into consideration if if you plan on taking some family member shooting this holiday season um, especially little ones, if they're really young, like I know when I was running the ranges, uh, whether the one that was here in Idle Falls or the one in Boise, we asked that, uh, the kids under eight, just, just don't shoot. Now I know that seems a little unfair. There's a lot of, um, mature eight year olds and there's a lot of really immature 38 year olds. Um so some of that we were a little easier on just by looking at the the child's personality. If they're going to be running around the range and being a distraction, it's probably better just to leave them home. Okay. Um, Little kids are curious. They like to, to see with their hands, right? If you've taken a child shopping, you know what I'm talking about. And so maybe it'd be better to, to leave that stressful or, or frustrating child. (laughs) I'm not saying your children are frustrating, but you know what I'm saying? We don't need another distraction from safety. That's the best way to put it. Okay. Um, but this is a great time of year to introduce your family members to, to the shooting sports, to the firearms community. It's a great time of year. Um, it can be a ton of fun. Uh, there was something else I was thinking of along the lines of, of gifts. And I had a brain fart because I was talking about taking somebody shooting. Um. Oh, well, you know what, while we're talking about, Taking family shooting, make sure you have the safety equipment that uh, that you need. So, eye protection and especially especially ear protection. Um, hearing you can't get back. I know so eyesight's the same way. If you damage an eyeball, uh, it could be permanently damaged. You don't want to induce blindness uh, on somebody's first visit of of shooting. And the same thing with your hearing protection. It sucks at the very like it's easy to damage your hearing and you'll never get it back so and it's not fun when you take somebody shooting and nobody has earplugs, and your ears are throbbing and you can't hear for a couple days it's not worth it at least the very minimum get some foamies and understand how to put foamies in your ear you know a little expanding foam um you know what I'm talking about in the ear protection understand how to put those in correctly to 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 maintain your safety as far as your hearing is concerned, or spend a little money and get some some good quality earmuffs. I absolutely love, and I should have put this on there on the the top 10. Maybe this is a a bonus one. I love my electronic hearing protection. Absolutely love it. I've got some uh, Peltor 500s. They're Bluetooth, so I can listen to music. I can, honestly, I've answered phone calls on the range before. It doesn't really work out that great, but I've answered phone calls on the range before. Um, Awesome option. They're not cheap, uh, and quality hearing protection is going to be expensive, especially if they are electronic. Like, it's, it adds up really, really fast. But it's cheaper than buying hearing aids, okay? And it's worth it. Um, If you want to splurge on yourself, maybe you can get some... uh, some custom molded ones for your ears i have a set of custom molded ones i wish they were electronic but they're not but they're super nice uh and man they work it's it's totally worth it okay um yeah let's let's jump off that for a minute let's you kind of get the idea right i think so i think you get the idea (sighs) let's talk about christmas for a minute wait we've been talking about christmas the whole time steve i get it but I think we lose the meaning of Christmas so much. You know, I just talked about shopping and about how crazy like Idaho Falls used to be so easy to drive around in no matter what time of year. And not, it's not that it's horrible. It's just, it's not like it used to be. So it's tough, right? People are stressed out. Uh, money's tight. It's frustrating being around a ton of people sometimes. Do you plan on carrying your firearm Christmas shopping? Hopefully the answer is yes, because you just never know. So we've talked about options of carry before, different styles of carry, different placement of your carry firearm, different tools for your safety, whether it be a pocket knife or a coupon or spray or whatever. Just be mindful of your state laws and understand uh how do i say this delicately understand the difference between the mall saying no firearms allowed or an actual government uh, government owned property that you cannot carry i'm not this is not legal advice Uh, i'm not responsible for your choices your choices are yours your own okay um just make prudent decisions about where you carry and if it's concealed it's concealed Okay. Be confident in your gear that you're purchasing, or you have purchased. Be confident in your draw stroke. Be confident that you can make the right decisions. This is all where education and experience comes in. Okay, it's it's it all comes down to the point of caring, especially in in crowds. Now, and I talk about this when I teach uh, when I teach concealed carry classes. As a concealed carry holder, whether it be a pocket knife, a tactical pen, or a firearm, we're held to a different standard. We need to take the high road 100% of the time. Okay, we have to change our mentality about how we treat others. We have to to always be better. Okay, so we're not going to get in an argument over something at walmart they were trying to buy that somebody else bought the last one don't don't do that we're not gonna get to sucked into the whole road rage problem okay we're not gonna we're not gonna be the a-hole i guess avoid being the a-hole it's important for us to be the best citizen possible now how does that tie into to christmas <laughs> Well, I know I just kind of correlated with the crowds and Christmas shopping and stuff, but we have good examples in the history of this world of being good people. Now, this isn't a religious podcast. I'm a Christian. I, b- I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sins, but I also believe that he was a good example of how we treat others. And that's exactly how we should be treating others, whether we're carrying a gun or we're not carrying a gun. Just be good people. The better person you can be, the better other people want to be as well. Okay, just make make good choices. This world is already full of of a holes, and uh, and all it does is we just just need to be nice. Hold the door open for people. Be courteous. Tell them Merry Christmas it we as stewards of the second amendment need to be the best possible people we can be we have a lot of negative attention all the time so we almost need to be overboard on kindness <laughs> because we represent a huge portion of the united states in my opinion that doesn't get reported we're not the minority, right? We just learned from a, a recent ABC poll, A NBC, ABC, whatever, that fifty-four percent of the homes surveyed have a firearm in their home. We're not the minority. Gun ownership is still a big deal in the United States. And it has a heritage from before the inception of the country. We can be we can be the best citizen. The, the, we we need to be the citizens that we wish others were. I, that's what I should have started with, right? Just be good people, right? Not just this time of year, but every every month, every day. Look for good reasons to help. Well, friends, I love you. This isn't necessarily the Christmas episode, but it was a Christmas gift idea episode. Maybe I had some uh, good ideas. What are some of your ideas? What are some things you would like to have for Christmas in your stocking, right? Maybe maybe I completely missed the bar uh, and and I'm an idiot. Let me know, please. That'd be awesome. You know, you can leave me messages on the website. Yep. If you haven't heard, we have a, red, a website, rangemindedpodcast.com. There's a comment section there. You can email me, Steve Z, a lowercase, Steve Z, at rangemindedpodcast.com I would love to get mail from you guys that, that uh that would make my day obviously you can find us on all of our social media platforms we have all those links on the website or you know you can find us on on Instagram range minded podcast same thing on Facebook um on Twitter we're just range minded but honestly all those links are on the website so check it out rangemindedpodcast.com love to hear from you tell me where I'm wrong Anyways, friends, I love you. Be safe. Take somebody shooting this time of year. Do it. Just do it Uh, and be safe. All right. Love you guys. See you later. Thanks again for listening to the Range Minded Podcast. Don't forget, we have a website. You can check us out on rangemindedpodcast.com. There we have links to all of our social media accounts, plus a place to, to send us a message. It'd be awesome to see you there. Anyways, don't forget, rangemindedpodcast.com. Range is hot.